Welcome to the first audio companion to Interlude, GIA's weekly digest of news and resources for music ministers. This is the audio companion to Volume 1, Issue 12, released April 21st, 2020. I'm Sarah Wolf of the Department of Outreach and Engagement at GIA. Thank you for joining us. We've compiled this audio companion for those who just prefer an audio digest, but also to help us bring Interlude alive with samples of the music featured in this issue. We start here, just as we always do in our email version, with a prayer. Leading us today is GIA WLP editor Alan Hummerding, sharing his God of Promise prayer from his book, Turn to the Lord, Praying and Singing in Times of Trouble. God of promise, let us pray. O God, when doubt becomes a hopeless fear, become my promise. When solitude becomes stark loneliness, become my presence. When sorrow for sin becomes a wrenching guilt, become my pardon. When all of life becomes too much to bear, Become my perseverance. O God, Father, Word made flesh, and heavenly dove, above all else, beyond this earth, become my all in all. Amen. Thank you, Alan. This issue of Interlude is a continuation of last week's issue as we continue to address grief, anxiety, and healing. We are all being affected in ways large and small by the COVID-19 crisis. And so, we hope this audio companion serves to comfort you with the music and prayers included, as well as to help you navigate the wealth of resources that GIA and WLP has to offer. Let's take some time now to listen to a couple of selections from our featured resources of this issue, beginning with the Teze chant, Nada Te Turbe, which is one of the pieces used in Marty Haugen's resource, Turn My Heart, a sacred journey from brokenness to healing. Thank you. 
We now move from Turn My Heart to Tune My Heart, an inspired recording from the always amazing University of Notre Dame Folk Choir under the direction of Stephen Warner. Here they sing Take From My Heart by Karen Schneider, Kerner, and John Kyler.
One of the wonderful benefits of an audio program is the ability to bring you so many different voices. And we are so pleased to be able to bring you a special guest, a feature only available on this audio companion. We welcome Debbie Sheets. Debbie brings to us over 25 years of counseling experience, much of it assisting young people and their families in times of crisis. Debbie serves as the STARS program manager for Wilson and Sumner counties in Tennessee. STARS is a nonprofit organization that supports young people through social and emotional barriers that they face. Debbie, thank you so much for joining us. I'm so glad and honored that you asked me. Um, So, Debbie, during this time, we are dealing with such a wide spectrum of emotions from day to day and sometimes from minute to minute. So many things that we take for granted are simply different. So certainly dealing with death and loss, uh, whether it's associated with the pandemic or not, is really difficult right now. No normal wakes or funerals. So as many face grief and loss in this time of social distancing, what can what can we do to support those who are suffering? I think we uh, we all are experiencing a wide a range of emotions, and uh, during this time of uncertainty and grief, uh, and so grief and loss actually adds another layer to those emotions. Um, you know, dur- traditionally, when we are going through a grief or loss situation, we would gather around with friends and family and community and and share those feelings. Uh, but now we have to find other ways to grieve and to share that loss, and we have to use some of the tools that we have while honoring the social distancing uh, to keep us safe. So, um, you know, there are some tangible things that we can do, such as like making a phone call, sending a card or letter, emailing, texting, or FaceTime. And and now I think uh, there are a lot of people using the Zoom meeting uh, as a way to actually have FaceTime and uh, gather people together. Right. So they're, they're not traditional ways, but they are certainly ways that we can come together and support each other. Right. Um, I'm also hearing that some families doing some things within their home uh, to honor those that they've lost, um, you know, such as uh, sharing memories and, and thoughts and, uh, and feelings about that person or, or whatever the loss might be. That's a wonderful idea. And, of course, in the scheme of things, now death is not our only worry. Um, With job loss and kids at home and not being able to see our friends and family and sometimes not even to be able to find the supplies we need, um, how did those, you know, the people that we're talking to now, the people working in churches and schools, deal with their own anxieties and stress while they're trying to minister to and serve others? Oh, I think it's caregivers um, or helping professionals that we have to be even more in tune with our own feelings and limitations and stress load because we we all experience that. Uh, I think we need to give ourselves time to do self-care, and certainly prayer is an important element of that, but also doing things that bring us joy, calm, peace, and even distraction. And I listed some examples of that, like crafting, journaling, um, Mm -hmm. even putting a puzzle together, talking to a friend. You know, it can look different for everyone depending on what your interests are. But uh, there are even some wonderful apps right now, uh, one particular one called Calm, where you can uh, modify that to your own personal needs. Yes. Uh, but we, we need, sometimes those of us who are in the helping professions, we set very high expectations of ourselves of what we should be doing to serve. And so in times of high stress, uh, I think it's good to reevaluate those expectations and work on a balance 
uh, between serving and self-care. And I try to remind myself that I can't be all things to all people. <laughs> right. And, and, to be, and to be kind and gentle with myself. Yes. Um, and, of course, anxiety and stress really takes a toll on all of us. And, you know, everyone reacts in different ways. So what are some of the signs that someone, adult or a child, um, especially children, as we're watching how our own kids react to this, um, what are some signs that maybe somebody might need some professional help um, dealing with this this oh, well, uh, reality? Certainly, uh, if they're expressing outright thoughts of self-harm, uh, you know, the, the typical things that we use for support would be crisis lines, mobile crisis, and well checks. Right. Uh, but, but also, I think it's important to look, look at changes in behavior, um, especially isolating or not engaging with loved ones when we're in a time like this. Uh, for ch- children, they tend to act out in times of stress, and they just need reassurance that uh, feeling scared or angry or normal emotions we all feel. Uh, um, and I think talking about those emotions, both theirs and our own, can help normalize what we're experiencing. Uh, we need to, we also need to help them find some constructive ways to occupy their time and, and engage with each other in a positive way. Um, and I specifically deal with teenagers. Uh, so I know uh, a lot of times they look to us as role models to right. follow our lead. And uh, so that means we have to have a better handle on our own emotions and our own feelings. Uh, so I think just uh, role modeling a calm demeanor helps them to feel safer and, and reminding each other that we're all in this together. We're all feeling these things. And, uh, and having a new normal uh, we're all having a new normal right now, but also I think the good part about that, it teaches our youth to be very flexible and resilient. So I think yes. there's going to be some blessings that come from this. I agree. I agree. And thank you so much, Debbie, for your insight and your help. Thank you very much for asking me to be a part of this. If you feel you need emotional support during this time, the CDC recommends calling the Disaster Distress Helpline at 1-800-985-5990. That's 1-800-985-5990. Or you can text Talk With Us to 66746. That's Talk With Us to 66746. Of course, if you are a regular reader of Interlude, you know that a weekly feature is 5-4. This week, we bring you the recordings of the songs we featured last week. These are five pieces for grieving and healing, specially chosen by GIA's editorial staff. Sit back and feel the healing power of these beautiful pieces. And if you wish, you can follow the links on interlude.giamusic.com to follow along with the printed music previews. We begin with God Remembers, with text by Brian Wren and music by Marty Haugen from Marty's Turn My Heart resource.
Our second selection is In the Morning, In the Evening, words by Adam Tice and music by Bex Gaunt. Jesus Said, words by Shirley Arena Murray, music by Tony Alonzo, arranged by Chris De Silva.
Our next selection is Pieta, The Silence and the Sorrow, by Liam Lawton, arranged by John McCann.
Our final piece is We Cannot Measure How You Heal. Words by John Bell and Graham Mall, arranged by John Bell.
Check out the rest of this week's interlude email to find this week's GIA in action, plus a new tip of the week from Michael Kemp's book, The Coral Challenge, Practical Paths to Solving Problems. And if you haven't already, please don't forget to register to win our April giveaway. One lucky winner will receive one of each of the items featured in 5-4, our tip of the week resources, plus some specially selected surprises. Be sure to stay tuned to Interlude each week or check out GIA's Facebook page for more information about Preparing for Homecoming Sunday, a series of conversations to help communities with the transition back to gathering for worship. We don't know when it will be, but Homecoming Sunday, the day when we can once again gather together in our faith communities, is coming. What will it look like? How will your community get ready? What can you do right now? We want to get these conversations started. Please join us for these free sessions. Finally, I have included an article in our interlude email this week in the resource roundup section that comes from Psychology Today titled Self-Care, 12 Ways to Take Better Care of Yourself. So please take the time to care for yourself as you care for others. If you have any questions or comments about Interlude or about this audio companion, we would love to hear from you. Please email us at interlude at giamusic.com. We leave you today with this lovely blessing from the Cathedral Singers under the direction of John Bell. It comes from the recording that is part of John's The Last Journey resource. May God bless you and keep you always. Thank you.